Welcome to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. I help the everyday woman grow her mindset and spirituality in her daily life in order to break comparison to the Instagram perfect lifestyle. Join me as we navigate the stress and anxiety of our daily routines and reclaim our power to cultivate our most authentic life. Let's start romanticizing the mundane together. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. Happy Mindful Monday, everyone. I hope that you guys have just been enjoying your awareness, that you are a part of a very special time in our society and our culture and all these wonderful things that how self-aware you are and you're also very just aware of the world around you and you're working on making improvements in your life so you become your best self and then that can lead to you leaving a very positive impact on the world around you and i think that's just such a beautiful thing and i'm so proud of you guys for taking that step because it's a big step to take when you want to go on a journey and go through a process of improving your mindset, right? And healing yourself and building a better life for yourself and becoming a better you. I mean, I just wanted to take a minute, you know, at the beginning of this episode to really acknowledge and just share with you how amazing that is. And you're working so hard. And I know in the healing process, whatever you are healing in your life, a lot of it is hidden work and it's inner work. So you're making these big strides, right, in your life. And like you are so aware of those big, amazing strides, but not everybody else maybe around you notices as much, right, because it's a lot of internal work. And so I just wanted to share with you that I am so proud of you and you're doing such an amazing job and you're breaking these big, huge barriers and you are creating a better future for yourself and for, you know, the people that you surround yourself with. And so just keep up the amazing work. You're doing fantastic. And I know some days are going to be better than others. And that's what (laughs) today's episode is actually going to connect to today. But I just want to take a second and just let me share my immense gratitude for you guys and listening and how proud I am for all the progress that you have made. And because that's, it's such a big deal, right? And it's not always made a huge deal, but so you guys are like doing some amazing things. And so again, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And if you're new here, hey, hello, I'm Allie Brooke. I'm an educator going on a mindset journey and just sharing what I have been learning through my own mindset journey, through therapy. I'm also in the midst of taking an NLP course. And if you guys want later on, I can make, you know, an episode of what NLP even is and how it affects, you know, your perspective and your reality. It's really interesting stuff. I'm really excited to share more things with you guys about it. And I'm also in the midst of, with getting my NLP certification, really expanding more on my mindset coaching program to help you guys, you know, improve your mindset and 
become the person you truly want to become and build the life that you want to build. So thank you guys so much for all the support that you've been giving and all those different aspects. And I am just, I love coming on and sharing, you know, things that I've learned with you guys and seeing that it's helping you guys as well. And my veterans out there, hey, how's it going? I hope your day is going well along with the new people as well. I hope your day is going great. (laughs) And thanks for taking the time in your day to listen, whether you're, you know, going grocery shopping, you're on a hot girl walk, whether you're, you know, studying right now, whether perhaps you're just sitting and vibing, maybe you're, you know, working out, whatever, whatever time of day you're listening to this, whatever activity, I'm so honored to join you. (laughs) And be on this journey with you guys. So thank you so much for all the love and support. It means the absolute world to me. And if you haven't already done so, please follow me and rate me on Spotify and rate, subscribe and review on Apple Podcasts. If you leave a five-star review, I would be immensely grateful because I really would love to hear feedback from you guys of how the show is going, the things that you enjoy, the things that you want to hear more about, and all those great and wonderful things. So without further ado, my growth mindset gang, let's get into today's episode. Hey, growth mindset gang. Have you ever been super overwhelmed, anxious, or stressed in your life due to maybe your job, your relationships, your friendships, your family, and you have all this inner turmoil and it can seem like there is no way out. I felt that way. I remember when I was on the train to work one day and I had this super influx of anxiety and I didn't even know where it was coming from. And I would talk to my friends and family and significant others about it, but I needed something more. I needed to talk to a professional. And so I started going to therapy because I realized I shouldn't live like this and neither should you. So today's sponsor is brought to you by BetterHelp, which is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to your therapist in a private, online environment at your convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you the access to the help that may not be available in your area. You just need to fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. That is two days, you guys. Then you schedule a secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages, and everything you share is completely confidential. I actually used BetterHelp when I started my therapy journey. It was one of the first options I looked at because I felt like I was so busy all the time. When would I have time to go to find a therapist and then go to therapy? And I remember I took a very simple questionnaire and they matched me with a therapist. She was super helpful and useful. And I was able to text her whenever I was feeling anxious. And I was like, this is amazing. Right? And I know therapy can be a little intimidating at first and it kind of feels like dating and you kind of go through the different aspects and motions of it. But with BetterHelp, if you're not feeling the therapist that they gave you, they will switch it up and find someone better for you. So it takes the stress from you with finding a therapist that works. And you can request a new therapist at no additional charge at any time. 
So join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. And let me tell you, from my own experience with therapy, it is so amazing to talk to a professional about your anxiety and have them kind of go through specific scenarios and conversations with you so you don't feel alone. And they give you helpful tools in order to take on and combat your overwhelm, your anxiety, and your stress. Because you guys know, we shouldn't be living like this and we shouldn't be living stuck in our own heads and we should enjoy life. And talking to a professional can definitely help with us to switch our perspective and grow our mindset. You can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash the growth mindset gal. That's better H-E-L-P.com slash the growth mindset gal. That link is going to be in my show notes. And if you're interested in therapy, this would be a beautiful, wonderful first step to see if this can work for you. And I hope you guys enjoy these services that it provides. And I hope that it helps you in your mindset journey. All right, you guys, it's me and the mic today, and it's going to be some story time that I want to share with you guys on a big lesson that I learned. But before I get into that, I just want to share with you guys that I was so happy to get on an episode with you guys and check in and just kind of, you know, share kind of where I'm at because the past couple episodes have been guests and interviews. And so I want to take a moment just to kind of catch up with you guys and share um, what's been going on. And based on this episode, I am moving in two weeks and it's been quite the process now that we're kind of going down to the wire where I've been, you know, hanging out with friends and we're kind of planning on one, you know, the last dinner or the last brunch or the last beach day that we're going to share together while I live on Long Island. And um, even yesterday, which was Saturday, because I'm recording this on Sunday, um, the growth mindset guy, Nate, his parents um, came down from Albany and Manasan, Long Island. And we had a big dinner with both his family and my family, like one last hurrah before we leave and we move and it's been such a bittersweet process and i'm just like sharing my feels real time with you that you know there are some days where i'm really really excited for this big massive change that's going to happen and then there's other days where it's not really anxiety i want to say it's a little bit of you know excitedly nervous but then there's also some days where i feel a, a big you know, push of like melancholy and like bittersweetness. And that's kind of how I was like feeling today. And plus, there was a major, I'm talking world, felt like the world was ending thunderstorm last night. It woke Nate and I up at like 3am and the lightning was flashing. It was like a strobe light. It like wouldn't stop and the thunder was insane. So we got terrible sleep last night. So today, it was kind of a weird vibe, like mindset wise. Like I woke up, had my coffee with my protein, my collagen, I read my book. But even after that, I was just still very sluggish and very tired because I did not get great sleep the night before. But then because we had that dinner last night, it was really kind of hitting me where it's like, my life is about to change. 
And it's interesting because it's the life I've worked towards and I've been building with Nate and our planning and all these things and everything is setting into place, which is amazing. But then you could see those little glimmers of melancholy where you're just like, wow, like, and Nate even looked at me, we were driving in the car and we got like breakfast sandwiches and he was like, you're so quiet. That's so like, it's nice. He's always like worried when I'm quiet. And I was like, I don't know. I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I'm like, just like sad. Like it's the best way to put it. And, you know, it's okay. And I just wanted to share that with you guys because it's all right that you kind of go through different types of emotions when, you know, there's a big change coming in your life. Like, and I spoke about this before in previous episodes, but I just kind of wanted to share a little reminder with you guys that like, you know, with your mindset journey, and even though you're building this life, you're manifesting, you're doing all the, the coping skills and the journal prompts and the really great habits and just creating a better life for yourself, letting go of the life you once had and the person you once were is not like this easy cut the rope and just be like, all right, see you later. It it comes in ebbs and flows where there's some days where you're like, yeah, like I'm leaving this life behind because I'm going to do better and feel better and be better. But then there's, you know, days like I'm having today where it's kind of just like, wow, like the, the gravity of what's about to happen is kind of hitting. And it's really crucial and important to acknowledge that feeling. And like I said out loud that like, yeah, I'm sad, but that's okay. You know what I mean? It's okay to go through the ebbs and flows of those different emotions while something is going on in your life. And remember, it's very important to acknowledge them. And then I acknowledge and I kind of sat with it. And then it kind of moved through me. And then like I went grocery shopping. <laughs> so kind of my mind shifted to something else, you know, walking around the grocery store as well, like you get a little movement in it and stuff like that where, so I'm still feeling, you know, a little bit of melancholy, but it's more of just like, you know, it's going to be okay though, sort of deal. So I just wanted to share a little bit of that with you guys. But what I actually wanted to talk to you guys about today was how to respond in life when people disappoint you. And it's a big lesson that I learned this past week or so. So let me give you a little bit of the the story time. So I recently found out that someone super close to me in my circle was sharing opinions about something that I wasn't aware really of and um, I wasn't expecting to hear about it and all of those things. And it wasn't in like a gossipy way at all. And it wasn't like the person like did the wrong thing or anything like that, you know, because people can love you and support you and still not completely agree with you. Um, and so when they don't really completely agree with you, even though they've been fully supportive, you know, it's still kind of a little inch of disappointment kind of sits in. So I found out a little bit about that in a, you know, I won't get into the specifics, but I'm just, you know, in a grand story here. And it really hit me hard. And I'm not even kidding, because I wasn't expecting to hear the opinions. And 
and again, people are, you know, it, like I said, it wasn't in a gossipy way. And this person is very valid to have these opinions about this topic. I just wasn't, wasn't really aware and wasn't really ready to hear them. So I kid you not, I felt a huge splurge of emotions all at once. It was disappointment. It was anger. It was kind of shock. And I took a shower and I went in the shower and I'm not even kidding you for the the whole shower. I was hysterically crying, like sobbing, hysterically crying. And so, and I just let it happen. I was like, I'm upset. Let me cry it out. And you know, sometimes when one disappointment happens and it triggers a bunch of other emotions. And so everything kind of came up at once. And sometimes your body to release stress needs a good cry. And when I got into the shower, I brought us the, the speaker, you know, and I left it on the sink and I was playing. And I mean, you could, this, don't judge me for it, you know, but I was playing What Was I Made For by Billie Eilish from the Barbie movie because that song also like hits deep. <laughs> so it was just like I was playing that song and all these emotions were kind of coming up and I kind of let that happen. I, I needed to let this release of emotions happen because I was like, you know what? I'm feeling all these things. I'm not going to even hold it. In. I'm just going to like let it out and let it happen. And after that occurred, I texted my really good friend and I texted her. I was like, hey, do you have, because I, I needed to like, to understand the situation and not be so heavily biased on the situation of the disappointment. I needed to like, just talk to someone and, you know, vent about it. And I texted my friend. I was like, hey, are you free to, you know, for me to call you and kind of, I need to like, vent and are you available like do you have time for that do you have you know space like is she available to hold space for me and she texts me back she's like absolutely call me and i told her the whole situation and she was saying that you know she understands where the other person was coming from but i was also valid in a way to be kind of disappointed and upset about the situation like so i'm saying like this situation not one person was right not one person was wrong both people in this situation me and the other person are totally valid in our feelings and our opinions and things like that. So there's no shade, there was no hate, right? And um, so the person in this story um, found out that I was disappointed. And that's the best one. I wasn't angry or mad. I was just like disappointed. And they texted me and they're like, hey, you know, sorry about that, you know, but uh, this was just how I was feeling and blah, 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 blah. But in that moment, I was, I needed like space to kind of calm down and, and relax. Like I didn't want to text the person back and like go on this, you know, rampage and, and everything else because I was just feeling a lot of feelings at that moment. And so I gave myself some space. And then the next day they texted me and they were like, hey, are you still upset or mad? And I was honest with them and I said, yeah, I'm, I'm like just really disappointed in what happened. And so I gave them a chance to kind of explain themselves and 
they understood why I was upset. They're like, no, I totally get, you know, where you're coming from, but this is why I had those opinions and, and all the things. So we both kind of shared, you know, how we felt about the situation. And then we came to a resolution, right? But it's still, the resolution was fine. But even sometimes, you know, when you have a resolution with someone, especially when they're like very close to you, it's still kind of like stings a little bit because they're, you know, one of your close people. And for them to disappoint you in any way, kind of just like leaves a little bit of a sting. And so a week goes by and, every, you know, we've we hung out and everything was like, you know, chill vibes. But I had my therapy session, I think it was last Monday, and this was the story I wanted to share with my therapist. And, you know, she totally understood to, you know, where the other person was coming from, um, but she understood why I was disappointed in the opinions because this person has such an immense support for me if that makes sense. And she was like, the situation was not great, right? And this person's not a bad person, but it did throw me for a loop. And she was like, so what's the lesson that we learned? What can we take away from this, the situation? And I was like, I don't know, is, is there a lesson to take away? I was just really disappointed and what I've what I heard of the opinions and she was like no there there's always a lesson to take away when people disappoint you and we sat and we thought about it and I came up with the lesson of perhaps this person I can share things with but not share a lot of things with in confidence and again that doesn't mean that person's a bad person that doesn't mean i shouldn't you know have them in my circle anymore now it's kind of like because everyone makes mistakes right and no one's perfect so we got to give people grace especially when we had our resolution it wasn't like you know it was hateful or anything like that and we both talked about and shared our viewpoint so it was already resolved and she, my therapist said, and that's okay, that perhaps this person, you know, there needs to be a boundary of how much you share with this person. And I was like, yeah, maybe that's then the lesson that I, that I need to take away from this. Right. And so what I wanted to kind of break down for you guys today, and that was, that was the story is people are going to disappoint you and sometimes it's not it's most of the time it's, it's spaces where you're not even expecting it and when that happens okay when people disappoint you right and they're genuinely upset that they disappointed you like they're saying that they're sorry and you know you talk about it and you resolve it and things like that it's crucial to give them grace, but then you set a boundary. 
where it's like you forgive, but you don't necessarily always forget. And that's not like holding a grudge. It's just realizing, okay, I need to set a boundary and make a shift of how I interact with this person in my life. Cause I still want them obviously in my life. They're very, very close to me and people do make mistakes and, you know, kind of maybe sometimes share opinions and their opinions are valid, but you just weren't expecting their opinions to be in that way in a certain situation. It would kind of caught you off guard. Set a new boundary where perhaps you don't share certain things in confidence with them anymore, but you know, they're still genuinely a good person. They just made a mistake, right? Which happens all the time with people because how do people connect? We talk, right? We share stories and things like that. And so people can, and you have to learn to that, just like you're um, a complex being of multiple different emotions, so is everyone else. So someone can like heavily support you, but still not necessarily agree with what you're doing or necessarily be 100% happy for you, even though they do support you. It doesn't mean though that they're a bad person. It doesn't mean that, you know, you should kick them out of your life. None of that. But that's the little reminder. So people are going to disappoint you in life. Okay, that's just a, a normality we have to set in place. When someone disappoints you, okay, what you need to do you can do it two ways, okay? If someone disappoints you, especially, you know, when you weren't expecting it in the slightest, you can, one way is advocate for yourself and kind of bring them aside and have a conversation with them being like, hey, um, what you said or what you did really disappointed me and here's why, right? Um, and then, you know, give them a chance to kind of share their side of the story, right? and then get to a resolution from there. The second thing you can do if someone disappoints you is you can still let them know that they disappointed you in some way or they upset you in some way and then give yourself time and space to kind of balance your emotions and kind of go through the different emotions that you are feeling. That way when you go to do the resolution with them and have the conversation with them, you're at a neutral spot where you know what you want to say to them, you know what you want to talk about, and you have boundaries that maybe you want to set in place. Okay. But if someone like disappoints you, never stay silent about that. Because sometimes people disappoint you without even realizing it. That happens a lot. And some people disappoint you and then they realize that they disappointed you based on maybe your reaction and, and things like that. And for and then they say, hey, like, are you okay? Are you mad at me? And you say no. How is that serving the situation? Because if someone disappoints you and they're like, hey, I'm sorry, did I upset you in some way? And you say, no, it's fine. No worries. And you're actually disappointed. You're going to build up so much resentment. And that disappointment and anger is going to fester in you. And then all of a sudden, every time you interact with this person, there's just like this, this like weird, you know, energy lingering around you where you maybe become very 
passive aggressive and things like that. And then they're going to be like, what's, what's going on? And they can, cause people can obviously sense when you're being passive aggressive and who, but why you don't need to do that. You don't need to do that. If someone disappoints you in some way, shape or form, you need to tell them you need to speak up for yourself and let them know that they disappointed you. Okay. And why you felt that way and give them a chance to share perhaps why they did what they did or they said what they said. And then both of you can come to a resolution. And then what you take away from that is you don't necessarily have to exile this person out of your life because like I said before, everyone makes mistakes. What you can do is set the boundary and do the takeaway. What did you take away from this? When this person disappointed you in some way, what's the major takeaway? Do you need to set a boundary? Okay. Do you need to speak up for yourself more when that happens? Because perhaps they disappointed you and maybe you finally spoke up for yourself, but then all of a sudden you start churning up all the other times that they disappointed you and you've never said anything and it becomes like this venting escapade and the other person, it's a lot of, you know, information to absorb, especially when they were not even, you know, prepared for it. And that's not really fair to the person when you want to talk about the one thing they did wrong and then all of a sudden you tell them the 20 other things they apparently did wrong and you never said anything. So they're just sitting here like, I thought everything was fine. So then they become very closed off to a solution because you're like coming at them and it feels like an attack and that's why they get people get really defensive. So when you're sharing why someone disappointed you, you got to stick to that one thing so that you can focus on and set that boundary and then give them that clean slate and see if they improve from that boundary because saying that no i'm not disappointed in what happened but you really are i mean you you can't hold in that lie for too long, especially if it's someone who's like very close to you, whether it's, you know, a significant other, a family member, your inner circle of really good friends, you need to share that because if they care about you that much and they love you that much, they want to, they want to genuinely make up for upsetting you and disappointing you. So let them do it. Right. Because most of the time when you're like genuinely disappointed, it's because it's from someone who's super close to you and they disappoint you because they're usually always there for you. They're always in full support. You know, they're on your team, you're on their team. Right. And usually they disappoint you and it, it creates a space of betrayal with big or small, whatever that it may be. And in my own situation, I did feel a little betrayed because of what was shared, you know? So, and I let that be known and I shared that in my resolution with that person. And, you know, it doesn't make me love them less. And think about it. What are you going to do? Just stay mad at this person forever for disappointing you? Like, what's the other option here? Because if you're just going to hold a grudge when someone disappoints you, I mean, you're going to be, your back is going to be super heavy from all the grudges you are carrying with you because 
people are going to disappoint you. And they may not even realize it or not. They may be very aware of the disappointment or they had not a clue in the world that you were disappointed in them. But give people that chance and give yourself that chance to share and talk about it and get a resolution. Okay. You forgive. Okay. But perhaps not always forget. And that's not in like a mean grudge way. That's in I'm going to now set a boundary and I understand what I can and cannot share with that person. And that doesn't make them a bad person. And that doesn't take away from the relationship that we have together. I still love that person very much. And they were very sorry about hurting my feelings and and having me be disappointed in them. So don't think that the people in your life that love you so much are never going to disappoint you. Okay, that's a very narrow way of thinking about it. Okay. When someone disappoints you, you need to advocate for yourself and share. Okay. And if you need some space to kind of go through the disappointment in your own way, whether it be journaling, whether it might be talking to, you know, a professional, if you um, have a therapist or a coach, whether it maybe it is talking to a very trusted person in your life that you know, they have space for you to share and kind of say, hey, this is, you know, my view on it and you can take it or leave it sort of deal. If you have that person in your life, you can share that with them to kind of help you go through that emotional um, state that you're going through. But you always have to end up with that person who disappointed you and have that conversation. Okay. And I would recommend having it in person or at least over the phone if you can. But if it's through text messages, but it's very just clear, then, you know, that's that's okay. But I would recommend if you can meeting in person or at least talking on the phone or FaceTiming in, in, in any way, shape or form. But talk to that specific person who disappointed you and hear their side. Share your side. Hear their side. And understand maybe where they're coming from with the disappointment, whether it was words that they said, the actions that they did or did not do, what have you. Okay. Because you're doing a disservice, not only to yourself, but to the other person in that relationship you have with them. If they disappoint you and you don't say anything about it. Okay. And the disappointment after you resolved it, okay, should not make you have like this negative view on that person it's just more of a cautionary you still love them but you set a boundary of what can or cannot happen with this person anymore okay and if it's like a big boundary share that with that person saying you know what from this this you know situation that happened with us this is what i'm gonna do you know in our relationship you know forward on if it's kind of a minute boundary that you're going to kind of do to yourself, like for me, my boundary is perhaps I won't share as many things in confidence with this person, but I'm still obviously going to share things and talk with them and things like that, but it's kind of more on me than, you know, if it's a minute thing that you're just doing in your own form of communication, 
that could be something. But you know, you can still share that with that person. It's it's really completely up to you. But if it's like a big, obvious boundary, definitely tell the other person that that's going to be, you know, something that's going to be showing up in your relationship. So I would maybe share any boundary, but this was my own personal decision to kind of keep it to, you know, myself, not in a negative way, but just so, you know, I can see how that works. And maybe if I need to then tell them later on about, hey, like, this is kind of a boundary I've set in place, you know, in our relationship, just letting you know, it's kind of like, use your own discretion with how you're going to share the boundary if you want to share the boundary that you're putting in place in that relationship due to the disappointment. Okay. And listen, I know disappointment, it hurts. It hurts a lot. I me personally, I feel like disappointment hurts more than like anger or being upset because disappointment is like such a vulnerable feeling because usually you get disappointed, like I said before, with someone that's like very close to you. And so it, it hurts a lot deeper in my own personal experience with that specific emotion. And it's very vulnerable to be disappointed and to share your disappointment in someone and I know it can be hard to, to speak up for yourself, depending on what the relationship is with that person and kind of how you interact with them. But it's really important to, to share that. It's really important to speak up for yourself and advocate for yourself so that way the relationship can improve and, and grow and be okay. The relationship will not survive if you do not share and speak up for yourself. That's not fair to you, and that's not fair to the person, the other person in the relationship with you, whether, like I said, it's a friend's, family, significant other. That won't serve anybody. So to end this episode, I know being disappointed, it really, it sucks, and it, it, it hits hard. And when it first happens, it's okay, like I did, to just let those emotions flow and acknowledge them and don't hold them in. And realize that when you feel disappointed in someone's actions, okay, it's because you really love them and they really love you and you're always just with each other and on the same team. So it can be really hard to kind of go through that stage, but go through it and then share and discuss it, whether it's right away you share it, whether you know you give it a day and you give yourself space to kind of process it, whatever you need. But being disappointed, it's not, it's not an easy thing. And sharing your disappointment is not an easy thing. But in order to grow as a person and have that relationship with that other person grow and flourish and become stronger and better, this is something we need to do. So if someone disappoints you, go back to this episode, listen back and see which process works best for you. And hopefully going through that. Hey, Growth Mindset Gang, have you been struggling with finding the right health and wellness products to help you with your fitness goals because I've been struggling with it lately. I have been looking for ways that I can grow muscle, 
I've been looking for ways to endure longer workouts, especially after a long day of work. And my true goal for my fitness journey is to just become stronger and be able to survive (laughs) the end of the day workout. And I have found a fantastic health and wellness nutrition brand, First Form. First Form has such amazing products that really can help us on an individual level with our health and fitness goals. Some of my favorites that I've been trying out is the Level 1 Protein Caramel Latte. Let me tell you guys, it tastes amazing. And Level 1 Protein has helped me stay fuller longer. I've been putting it in my coffee in the morning because some days I wake up and I'm just not hungry right away. And unfortunately, I have coffee and we all know having coffee on an empty stomach ain't it. So... I started putting protein in my coffee to help fill me up so that way I don't get that anxiety crash midday if I'm just having coffee at first. And also I've been putting in my coffee the amazing salted caramel collagen powder. Oh my God, you guys, it tastes, first of all, also tastes amazing. And I can even tell the difference between my hair, skin and nails. My skin has definitely looked clear my hair I've been seeing it in some mirrors and I'm like wow she's shiny and also my nails haven't been breaking you know as frequently as they do between the two weeks that I get them done it's been helping me so much I'm also been using the pre-workout pink lemonade and this has been really helping me get through those after work workouts I work from 4 to 5 p.m and let me tell you Before this pre-workout, I would be struggling after a strength session and walking on the treadmill. I would be screaming. But now, after I'm done with my strength workout, I am still pumped to get on that treadmill and last the entire hour of my workout. And also, it tastes really good. And I've never used pre-workout before, so I was a little nervous if it's going to make me anxious and things like that. But this pre-workout has helped me so much with good long-lasting energy in a workout that doesn't carry on beyond the gym it's not like I can't fall asleep at night so these products have been very inviting and very easy to use where I've always been a little bit timid of going into protein powders and pre-workout because usually when I see them they're kind of intimidating to look at but first form is such a wonderful brand they also have vegan options as well for protein powders collagen pre-workout so on and so forth and last but not least I'm also in love with their protein bars the chocolate chip cookie dough fan favorite of the house Nate and I love those protein bars we put in our bags in the morning and that's our little snack right before we work out so that way because you know that after work workout we are starving so having that protein bar right before the workout helps me sustain my energy and help with my muscle growth because those are the goals so If you are interested in exploring these products to improve your fitness journey, the links are in my show notes. And also feel free to DM me on Instagram at The Growth Mindset Gal for any questions that you may have on different types of products. Absolutely love. Highly recommend. Can help you learn to advocate for yourself. And learn how to not only just give yourself grace in these situations, but give the other person grace as well and give each other space to share your emotions, to share your feelings, and then create 
a resolution to create a better relationship with each other. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Please rate and subscribe and review on Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Spotify and rate me on Spotify as well. Share this episode with someone who really needs to hear it. Share this on your story and you know tag me in it and let me know your major takeaways from it. And remember, grow your mindset and look how far you'll go. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Growth Mindset Gang, I have an amazing offer to share with you. I have recently created a mindset coaching program. Now, if you're listening and you struggle with imposter syndrome, people-pleasing, overthinking, needing external validation, low self-esteem, indecisiveness, perfectionism, fear of failure, or lack of confidence, this coaching program can be aligned and serve you. With this coaching program, you would sign up with me for three months to receive one-on-one coaching via Zoom. We would meet either weekly or bi-weekly for 45 minutes to about an hour and really get clear on your mindset journey and what's the woman or who's the woman you want to become. Along with the weekly or bi-weekly Zoom calls with me, you would have a daily accountability messaging with me via Slack. So I do my daily check-ins with you and see how you're doing with your progress in between our sessions. You will also have access to the resource library that I will create where I will give you journal prompts. I will give you weekly self-reflection templates. I'll give you even book recommendations or we do a little mini book club together with a self-development book. Also, I'm going to be creating a Facebook group to also grow a community in this mindset coaching program. And if this feels aligned with you, you can also receive a huge investment discount if you are the first three to sign up with the three-month coaching program. If you are interested in this coaching program, you feel aligned, or you just want to talk to me and test it out and see if it works for you, you can click the link in my show notes to fill out a Google form to share with me what you want to work on and who's the woman that you want to become. How do you want to grow your mindset and fulfill and improve your mindset journey? And I will contact you. We hop on a discovery call for an hour and we talk about what are you struggling with right now? right? Where do you want to see yourself in three months? And I create a unique program just for you. And I'm here to be your coach, your supporter, and help you in your journey. So if this sounds amazing with you, or you just want to see and test it out, fill out that form. And when you fill it out, I'll contact you right away and help create a wonderful program to create your most authentic self. Network.